No, I didn't hear it twice that time. The, Aaron, the, I thought the last time she yelled at us twice. I think it was because of the MacBook speakers from David. I'm sorry, not David. Oh, Aaron. was that an echo yeah. we were hearing? Mm-hmm. Oh, no, I thought one, there was like one is enough. Yeah. Yeah, I heard every I heard that twice. That was weird. I didn't hear anything else twice, though. I never picked up on that. That's Aaron's the smart one. That's why Aaron's here. He's the smart one. So, all right, we'll go ahead and get started here. So uh, welcome to another episode of Cumulex Radio. I am Josh. Uh, along for the ride is my friend and co-worker Aaron Newman. And uh, today's special guest is Costas Melos from OnCam. Hello, guys. Good, good to be here. And uh, I'm glad you uh, have this cool little forum to uh, yeah. chat before the weekend. It's always it's always good to catch up with with friends and colleagues and people been around the industry for a while. Uh, it, it's a good forum. Thanks for having me. And good point. It's a Friday, so we're off schedule a little bit this week due to my travels. But uh, you know, Friday's party day. You know, getting ready. This is how we're going to kick the week on weekend off, right? You know, you have to. You have to. Otherwise, you know, what, what's the point, right? But you know how it goes. There's always something happening on Friday afternoon. You got to deal with. And then you hope it's something good and positive and it doesn't kill your weekend. But either way, it's all good. Yeah. So. Well, just a little bit of housekeeping just as we get started. For anyone out there that maybe does not already know you, I can't imagine if there is anybody. But, you know, what is your role? Like, what do you do at OnCam? So um, I'm the VP of sales. For the Americas, um, I've been with OnCam. Well, I'm getting to about a couple of years now. I've been around the industry uh, a few months or so. Um, <laughs> this is my strangely enough. I was thinking about this the other day. This is this has been my career in many respects. I never really knew it was such a thing, you know, <laughs> right. industry. But it's um, it's been it's been a phenomenal uh, phenomenal ride technology people wise and, and getting to spend a lot of um, getting to, to to help people get safer in many ways. And, you know, we all say that, but it's true, you know, one yeah. way or the other, we all help keep people safe. Um, maybe not immediately, but in, you know, in their lives and their businesses and all the other things that happen with all the craziness that's going on in the world. So um, yeah, that's a little bit about me. No, so, that's a great point too. I mean, I, you know, I have, three kids in school and you know i always think about them you know when we're coming up with you know how we want to tackle problems and what we want to add to the product i mean you know we talk about school safety i mean i think about my own kids and um you know it is it is nice to do something for a living where uh you know we're hopefully helping to to keep people safer and you know build technologies that kind of try to stay ahead of the problems and, and and eliminate some of those problems so uh, that's a good point. Started off with deep thoughts, so now we got to go to fun, right? So yeah, no, we gotta get so. So, so we spun the topic wheel, and we thought that we would start uh, this week with just uh, you know, how it kind of benefits customers uh, when manufacturers like ourselves work together. You know, so obviously we're Cumulex, we're cloud video and access control. Um, you know, on cam makes some really awesome cameras. Um, I've actually got one here in my desk. I, I should have brought it out for the pod but you know you've got now that opening on the box so that you can plug in all the cameras 
turn them on, set them up and label them, and you never have to take them out of the box. Yeah. Um, as a resident, I can never get a camera back in the box the way it came. No matter how foolproof anybody tries to make it, I can never yeah. get them back in. It, it's the mystery of repacking anything you just unpacked. <laughs> but that was a very thoughtful package design. I was very impressed with that. So, I mean, the cameras are great quality, but just, I mean, obviously a lot of thought goes into uh, what benefits the customer. So it's always cool to see that, but uh, enough of my sidetracking there. I mean, you know, so what are some thoughts you have cost us about, uh, you know, how collaborations uh, such as ours can, can benefit customers? So, you know, and I, and I was, I was thinking about this the other day, you know, like I said, I, I mean, I've been around a little bit and you guys have been around as well in the business and in previous businesses. And there's an interesting thing that happens in the, in, in the industry, you, you have sort of, you know, the, the, the security industry is an ecosystem and mm -hmm. we are the ecosystem, right? All of us. And one way or the other, most of us are going to be here somewhere else. We've been somewhere else. So everywhere we go, there is a technology or an expertise that we have. And when you think about any security system, right, no matter what it is, there's more than one set of technologies that is used. And mm -hmm. especially today, especially the stuff that we do, which is, you know, mid-level commercial enterprise kind of environments, um, you, you, you're going to need, you know, you're going to have the video technology, you're going to have your cloud technology, you need storage, you need transmission, you're going to need access, you're going to need servers, you're going to need a whole bunch of things to make the system work. Um, and as we're moving more into this completely open environment and, and using a lot of the standards sort of you know not one manufacturer makes all these things and not only that but in general what you have is you know you can solve the problem with just one technology you gotta have more and how do you do that how do you really go about saying you know what I, i'm gonna use cumulex and i'm gonna use on gam or i'm gonna use something else and for us, I think it all starts at the human level, right? I mean, if, if, if it all has to do with how do we all get together? Do we, do we sort of, as humans, do we think we can solve a problem? Then we can use the technology to do it. And I think that's kind of what this industry is all about, is all about relationships. Yeah. And ultimately, what those relationships do is to help the channel, because the channel many times has the ability to find and see solutions that work together seamlessly. Not only ours, but others. I mean, every a lot of people do this. You have to do this. But more importantly, when you talk about an end user that can get completely overwhelmed about all the things that they need to install and procure and, and program. Yeah. And so it kind of, you know, it, it's definitely technology is the most important thing. This is what we do. Uh, but, you know, without the human touch, without our ability to connect as humans to say, hey, you know, we know each other. We worked before. Why don't we work again? Um, you know, without that, you know, the technology is going to be on its own, right? So, and you have, you really have the very formal partnerships that you see in the news and you see on, on the magazines, the very, very formal with integrators and, um, and manufacturers. That's perfect and that's awesome. We all do that. And, and those move and help. But there's the other relationship is the other sort of, work that we all do day in and day out and the connections that we have with the channel and with the people and and you know they go beyond the the frontline people that go with engineering and you know, i know for a fact our engineers have talked to yours and others and vice versa you mm -hmm. know there's that relationship that exists and it's just not only the technology right it goes beyond that no i like that that's that's pretty well said <laughs> um another thing that i would add is that uh 
you know, if you look at industries where there is not a lot of collaboration, um, typically what you'll see is, you know, one or a handful of like Titans, you know, they kind of own the market, they're everything, and they kind of get there through innovation. But it seems like when you see an industry uh, where you have just a handful of Titans, it kind of feels like that innovation sort of stops. Yeah. So one thing that I like when you see this collaboration between the different uh, OEMs, different manufacturers in our industry, kind of speaks to the fact of how many there are. I mean, we do have a wide number um, in all the different mm-hmm. classifications. And to me, uh, what I see with that is I see a lot of innovation. So I think, uh, you know, I think competition is a great thing. And I think that, uh, you know, we have a lot of competing ideas, different ways of getting around the tree, so to speak, to solve problems. I think we all you know, are able to innovate. We all kind of inspire each other, whether it's via, you know, a business level of, you know, we want to compete, you know, and we want to keep up with what they have. But, um, you know, in a lot of cases, just seeing that somebody's done something in a really great way. And I think we all affect each other that way. I think anytime you have that kind of competition and um, it leads to collaboration, you know, because, you know, everybody has different innovations and you can bring those together to solve problems. And to me, I think, you know, customers benefit greatly when that is the case. So I think that's one of the really special things about our industry uh, on top of the fact that we all get to know each other over the years and um, we build these great relationships. I think, you know, having those great relationships and then as we all kind of move around uh, in different phases of our career, you know, we're a part of different types of innovation. You know, we have those relationships. We can kind of come together and and help tackle problems and then provide solutions that maybe customers had no idea how they might solve it. You know, so that's, that's kind of my take on it. Uh, Aaron, what do you what do you think? Yeah, no, that's uh, was an interesting perspective. I kind of got lost in thought there because I was thinking, you know, real world examples of, you know, those Titans that were there. What no he's really saying is he was bored yeah. with my speech and fell asleep. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, no I, I genuinely <laughs> thought about it. So I was thinking, I was like, hey, is that like the whole Tesla General Motors? And then I was like, whoa, a while back, you know, Ford and General Motors, they were swapping parts so you could open up the engine and you know, same with like mm-hmm. VW and, and, you know, Porsche and, and Audis, you know, they all have interchangeable parts or you'll see their logos on these different parts and pieces. Because in the back of my mind, you know, it takes, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, not millions of development and engineering time to, you know, come up with these parts and pieces. And it's like, why not reuse, you know, some of these these concepts and in, into in, in your own vehicles? And then from the security perspective, you know, yeah, I was, I was kind of then relating that and thinking about, you know, <clears throat> we can't be, you know, if, if we want to kind of be that front end for access control and, and video management, it'd be impossible for us to then also be the best in breed for, you know, cameras or, you know, even thinking back if we weren't a Mercury OEM and we were trying to develop our own access control panel, I, you know, the curve to kind of get to the top, it, it, it would take a lot of time. It would take a lot of manpower, a lot of effort than, you know, just simply what we've done, which is partner with Mercury. So I was just kind of uh, right. pondering that a little bit and you caught me off guard. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's, that's my goal. I mean, at least once a week, I got to catch you off guard. But... Yeah. I mean, I think that that the customers benefit from that, you know, again, there's just, there's so many different companies, so many different innovations and, you know, we're able to, to kind of work together and, and solve that versus, you know, I, I think we've, we've tried to unify the video and the access control, which I think we've done successfully, but really our goal is to kind of have that, you know, base level platform that, you know, covers all the basic needs. And then we work with, you know, the right camera partner. We work with the, you know, the other solutions that are out there 
you know, to, to solve individual needs, because otherwise you kind of have to build to only one vertical, right? You kind of get stuck in a feature trap. And um, and if you build something that truly serves every type of customer individually, you've got something so big and so clunky and complicated that nobody could ever use it. So that, you know, you guys said a couple of things that sort of made me realize how how cool how special it is to be in the security industry and you said something uh josh which about you know all the big all the big titans and and aaron said about the the relationships and the partnerships with the with with the other uh, companies i mean the fact that if you look at our industry right and you look back the last five or seven years even through COVID, we had so much change and so much innovation that we never had yeah it's been unreal so if you think about, uh, and I'm not talking about consolidation of businesses and all that, I'm talking about the pure innovation that happens. And if, you, if that innovation was sort of bottled and say, okay, only three companies are going to do it, then you know, what's the point, right? What does the end user get? I mean, our, what we offer, what the security industry offers to the end user is a whole bunch of different solutions to very difficult and very diverse problems. So if you try to solve them as one company, I don't think it works. I, I think you yeah. might be able to shoehorn your technology, you know, your thoughts around it's going to be clunky, it's going to be big, and then what happens when you move forward and you have to carry all that stuff with you? So partnerships and, and knowing people, you know, like connecting people with others. I mean, that's, that's you know, that's, that's unbelievable to me. And it's been, it's been a big part of my career. It's been a big part of, of who I am. Um, to be able to say, oh, I don't really know how to do this, but I know who knows whom to help me solve this problem with this customer. And, you know, for us being a peripheral, being a camera, a very niche camera manufacturer, we need those relationships, right? We need, we need to be able to have those relationships. But, you know, for you guys and, and the VMS providers, I can see where it says, well, you know, there's thousand cameras out there and, and, you know, what makes the difference? Why, why do we have to have this relationship? And it goes back to the human factor. You know, we, mm-hmm. we, we, we get along, we, we work before, we know what needs to be done. And, and that's what really makes the difference in this industry. I think the companies that grow and they really solve problems are the ones that work together very well. And they yeah. don't, you know, they, they could be completely diverse. You know, they could be the VMS access control. It doesn't matter. You know, at some point you all have to work together. And yeah. how you do that is by having the relationships, by knowing who to call at Cumulex, by knowing who to call at somebody else to say, this is what we do, and this is how we're going to do it. Um, it moves, and it moves, you know, it moves the proverbial needle further, um, and it, it really, really offers the customers the solutions that otherwise might not have been the best ones. I tell you what, more, you, you know, yeah, yeah. And I was going to say, I mean, you mentioned COVID, right? So I don't want to get into the accuracy, and I, I think if it were a need for longer, I think probably those things would have been improved. But I'm still very impressed that society came up with a new problem which is uh you know we were concerned about somebody that had a fever being in public and that wasn't really something that people thought about before and within a few weeks you know there were products uh that were out there in beta and then available that customers could could use to you know try to help screen that now to come up with something that short of a time no surprise to hear from ipbm and others that you know probably many of them were not super accurate but 
it's really cool to me to see an industry like ours, you know, it seems like we can kind of, you know, spin on a dime like that. I mean, just, just in that short of amount of time to have innovation. I mean, that was not on anybody's radar in March of 2020. And then come like May, June, there's products where a customer can try to tackle a problem. And certainly I think those things, if they were out there longer, you know, if that need continued on and on, you know, there would have been iteration and an improvement, but just the fact that people were able to get products to market that fast, you know, to, I to don't see point, that in other industries, right? You know, in some ways they're, they're I, I feel that, you know, just some of, you know, coming out of GSX, you know, we met with some partners some potential partners and, you know, this was all around facial recognition products. I, I truly believe that, you know, we are looking at those future iterations of what was the COVID solution. You know what I mean? That the mass detection, sure. the contact list, I, I feel like those products are so good today because of, you know, that yeah. kind of. Oh, totally. Or thinking, of course. Yeah. yeah I, I totally agree with you. And I think there was a fair amount of that technology, the, a lot of the touchless technology that came about, right. Not, not only, not only the facial recognition stuff in video and the temperature and all that, and, and, and but also a lot of the stuff that happened in the access control business, touchless, no, um, you mm-hmm. know, phone in the pocket, don't touch anything, don't, you know, exactly. that wouldn't, yeah. yeah, eventually it would have happened, but the adoption would not have been there if it wasn't for, you know, the unfortunate events of, of, of the little thing called COVID. Um, but, it, you know, but even then, if you think about how manufacturers got along, came along and came together to solve these problems, there, were, there was no way. Because if you think about it, right, so it's one thing to have a finished good, finished product that you sell, but at the back end, somewhere, somebody had to talk to some other engineer, somebody had to talk to to some other manufacturers to figure out how you put all these things together. Um, And that happened like in no time, right? It really, before you knew it, the touchless, especially touchless credentials, the ability to enter buildings without doing anything. that was, you know, that, that, that is probably one of the best things that came out of, of that, of that event, the facial recognition stuff that was going to happen, you know, that had had its own history in the mm-hmm. marketplace, some of it good, some of it not so good. And there's things around it. And there's also a, a fair amount of, of, at some point, I believe a fair amount of, of uh, laws that need to go around governing what happens with that data, but that's, you know, be significantly above my pay grade. Um, but you know, a lot of the stuff, a lot of those technologies came came from that, and that's very significant. Like you said, we moved, the industry moved on a dime. I mean, it moved within weeks. You had things that normally yeah. they weren't fully baked, but otherwise it would have taken a lot longer. Yeah, I mean, just again to get a product to market that fast. Yeah, I mean that's just incredible. And there were several examples of it. I mean we were actually not commercially available yet. So uh, for better or worse, I mean, that wasn't something that we participated in, but uh, I mean, I can only imagine as a product manager, you know, all that would need to happen, (laughs) you know, to, from the first conversation about, okay, how are we going to actually do this? And then it's actually out there with spec sheets and availability and and a channel and uh, some instructions. I mean, somebody's got to type those up, right? I mean, to do all that in a matter of weeks. Uh, I mean, I'm just very impressed. You know, that's one of the things I like about our industry. You know, you talked about the relationships and and how companies work together. Um, and there's all these things on the back end where, you know, maybe the different boards and modules and components, 
uh, come together in that supply chain at a time where the supply chain was actually kind of wrecked. Um, and to, to do all of that, I mean, it just it shows how our industry can kind of respond on a moment's notice. Uh, so for those of, out, of you out there that like to, uh, I guess, insult our industry and say that we're always behind the times and slow to adopt. And, um, you know, I think that's being very picky and choosy on particular subjects. I think on the whole, I mean, if, when you see big problems occur, um, you know, where we have technology that could help. I mean, I think you see our industry step up in a, in a way and in a, in a rate of speed that I don't, I don't think other industries really do. But that, yeah, look, if you, if you have unlimited monies, you can do unlimited things. And the reality is, you know, that we don't, most of the innovation in our industry and the best innovation happens by small companies that don't have yeah. unlimited monies. They, they're all bound by, you know, we need to build something to sell it. And with that, sometimes comes the criticism that they build the wrong thing and that's okay. That happens everywhere, you know. Yeah. That just, it just. I mean, I, I, I can look back of all the, the, the stupid things that I bought that I never needed that somebody made and made money out of me. So, <laughs> but the reality is, you you really need to, you know, you need to advance. And I, I really, I really appreciate you saying about the criticism because no industry is perfect. No place in the world right. where you're going to work is going to be more innovative than others. Where we. You know, we're not nuclear scientists. We're just security people that made a career in this business and trying to help people help their, you know, the daily lives one way or the other. Some of us more than others. Um, but, in, you know, but in general, I think this is a, this industry has helped and continues to help, continues to innovate, continues to put people together, connect people in many different ways. You know, uh, like I said, in, in ways that are very formal, ways that are very informal. There's nothing better than walk at GSX or ISC or whatever show that is and just go walk in and see all the people you know that have done so well in their lives and they're at different stages in their career yeah. and you know them for a long time and you, you know, it warms your heart to know this is this industry has provided and continues to provide and it continues to make this relationship for all of us. I think that's that's phenomenal, and I don't think you find that in many other places. I agree. And I think that is the best possible way to end a podcast right there. I think uh, to summarize, Costa said that if you're in the security industry, you're great. Everybody else, what's wrong with you? Uh, is that what you <laughs> did? I get that right. You get that right. No, I, I think it's a great industry full of great people, a lot of great innovation. It's a lot of fun. Um, but also, again, you know, just provides a lot of good for society. I mean, uh, we solve a lot of problems that that hopefully can can help save a lot of lives and, and keep a lot of people safe. And I'm pretty excited to keep going. So hopefully we all have many moons ahead of us and, and so, get to do this a, a long, long time. Costas, uh, you didn't get to be our first guest as initially expected. So, um, you know, you weren't good. the first, but uh, th this was great. Uh, glad to have you on. Hope we have you on again at some point. And uh, I think well, we'll, uh, we'll call it a show. Thanks for the time, guys. Hope uh, you all have a great weekend. Um, keep it up. This is awesome. And uh, for anybody that's listening, say, come on. Come and spend some time with Josh and Aaron. It's good. It's a cool thing. Spend half your hour and it will be awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, if we can be of any help to anybody, just ping us, guys. Have a great no, weekend. Great. And cheers. Have a great weekend, too.